0: Why do you use apps on your phone? Why do you use a planner? Any any type of productivity or wellness app, why is that? It's to make your life smoother and easier and more efficient use of your time. It's not the app for the app's sake. It's so you can improve your life, make habits easier, decrease your stress, increase your calm, everything like that. And in this episode, I'm going into my favorite apps that I have researched and found on all the things wellness, and all the things personal productivity to help us. Let's talk about it. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. Who is this for? It's for any busy professional who likes the power of technology to see their trends and to see their own data, or who finds it easier to track things on your phone than on paper. And anybody who wants to use the strength of technology to make implementing brain science easier, and I'm going to talk about that in a moment, personally I prefer a hybrid. So next week episode, I'm going to be going into productivity on wellness in paper planners. But this episode is all about the apps. And we're going to look at personal productivity in light of your wellness, in light of managing energy more than managing your time. Managing your time is important, but in a recent episode, I talked about managing your energy more than managing your time. So that's what we're looking at as the lens of all of these apps that I'm going to talk about. And these are the best apps in all the fun research I got to do. So, number one on a personal productivity is you need a place to brain dump your ideas and a place to brain dump your to-do list. So, the app that I personally use, and it is my favorite for the to-dos, is Todoist. I use it, and I use it a little differently than a lot of people do, again, because I like hybrid. I put all of my tasks in there, but then I use it weekly to pull out the tasks, and I print... My task list, Todoist will allow you to print, so I print my task for the week, and then that goes into my paper planner, because that way I'm not going back into my phone or the Todoist app all the all day long and feeling overwhelmed of all these different things or whatever. It's like, nope, I've printed out where my focus is for the week. And also, it means I am less likely to get distracted because I'm on my phone less, also a place to brain dump ideas. My personal one that I use is OneNote, but any note taking app to capture ideas will do. Now, this next round is big of my favorites, and that is apps to help you focus because focus increases your energy and focus decreases your stress. In the book, The Inflamed Mind, Edward Bullmore talks about when we our brains switch frequently and rapidly between different activities, it's actually harmful to our overall task. So task switching, multitasking, things like that. Here's what he says. In the short term, we adapt well to those demands, but in the long term, the stress hormones, adrenaline and cortisol, which we have talked about on multiple episodes, create a physiological hyper-alert state that's always scanning for stimuli, provoking a sense of addiction that is temporarily assuaged by what? By checking in. So that's one of the reasons we're constantly checking our phones is we've checked for the stimuli, we're in the hyper-alert state, now we know everything is fine. You don't want adrenaline and cortisol in your body to be used that way. You want the feel-good hormone serotonin and dopamine lifted, and cortisol knocks out, as we've talked about, knocks out the serotonin and dopamine. So then your sleep, your heart rates, your stress, everything goes out of whack for you. All because we're constantly checking everything and task switching versus focusing. So the apps that will actually help you focus, these are the ones I found I really like. Number one is Rescue Time. Rescue Time is an app that will record how much time you spend on different websites and different apps, and you can customize the settings so that it understands what is productive for you. You know, it can tell you you spent 15 minutes here, 10 minutes there, five minutes there, but those things may have been productive for you, and so you can set it up that way ahead of time. Another one is Stay Focused. And this one will block sites for set times and set dates so that when you've reached a certain limit, like, okay, I'm going to play on this particular favorite website for up to 15 minutes a day. Once you've reached that limit, that website is blocked. And this is also a simple and it's a free uh, it's a free app. Strict workflow. So this was based or is based on the Pomodoro technique of Focusing for a certain amount of time and then giving yourself a short break after that. Strict workflow is, it's probably one of my favorites for the Pomodoro technique. There is another one called engross, and there's another one that actually maybe forest is my favorite. So, forest, it's a really fun one. It does have a small charge to it. And if with this one, you plant a tree, you plant a virtual tree in your little forest. And as long as you are working, and staying on task, it grows the tree. And then that actually then converts to real trees in the real world getting planted. So I just think that one's really cool. But that one, the the strict workflow and the engross, you set up ahead of time how long it is you're going to focus and work on something. Another app, and this is a full service, this one I'm willing to, to pay fully for because it has helped me so much. It is called Focus at Will, and it is a music service that it it look you take a quiz ahead of time, you figure out what brain type that you are, and then they recognize or they recommend what type of music in their app in their system to do, and it will take. You, you can set an amount of time that you're going to focus. In fact, I used it earlier today when I was pulling my last notes together for this podcast episode of, OK, I'm going to focus for 20 minutes to pull my last ideas together for this. And the music goes, it gets you in the zone and you're choosing what type of music you want for it. And then when the timer goes off, when the music stops, you know, OK, kind of like a Pomodoro technique, it's time for me to take a break. So these are productivity apps that have a wellness benefit to them. But we're going to, now talk, we're going to now talk about wellness-specific apps for meditation and sleep. There are two that are very well-known, and I'm going to mention them, even though they aren't the ones that I personally use. So one is Headspace, and one is Calm. And they have great reviews. They are great apps. They just do not work as well for me as Insight Timer. So Insight Timer is my personal favorite. It also, here's one of the things I love about it, it has guided meditations on, drum roll, mindful eating. There is a strength training app that I like as well, and it is called, imagine this, it is called Strong. So that is one to check out if you're looking for an app to help you track and plan for your strength training. What about Water. I was surprised when I was doing this research. There are actually apps that do nothing but track water. And at first, honestly, I thought, why do you want a whole app dedicated to just one aspect like that of drinking water, reminders and tracker? Uh, Actually, that's so that's the name of one of them is Drink Water Reminder and Tracker pretty straightforward. And the other one has a really cool, cute name is Waterlogged. So both of those are water tracking apps that when I researched them, I was like, yeah, those are two good ones. I like those. But then when I was thinking about, well, Sherry, hello, you teach Hyper Focus. That is part of your switch framework for somebody to make a new habit. And it's something I have my clients do is as they are looking at their different habits, we pick one or they pick one that they're going to hyper focus on for an amount of time. Well, that actually is a perfect place to have an app that just does that one thing. So you're not getting pulled thinking, oh, but I want to track this too, or I want to track that. No, if for this two to three weeks, you're focused on nothing, adding nothing but tracking your water, then have an app that's dedicated to that. I was like, okay, I'm sold. That's genius. Fitness apps, two really fun ones that I like. One is Couch to 5K. It's based on the Couch to 5K method and guides you through it. So it guides you and tracks. And I like any apps that both add some guidance, some guidance, not all because you've got to have room to to do it your way, but some guidance and also some tracking. Another one, this is a favorite fitness app for me, is if you love to travel, All Trails has an app. And that way you can find places to hike, trails, favorite trails that people have in, a, in an area so when you travel, you can go hike there. Now we're going to get into intuitive eating Ate, A-T-E. This is the first app that I, it may actually be the first app I ever used, other than the standard ones that come on your phone. But it is definitely the first app that I used for intuitive eating and mindful eating. And it's a visual food diary. It lets you choose what to record. There's no calorie counting. It doesn't reinforce the diet mentality. You take a picture of your food and post that for yourself. But also, one of the things that I like about it, and I use this with my clients who want to use it, is we you can friend each other on the app and show each other what you're eating. Shutterbite, S-H-U-T-T-E-R-B-I-T-E, is also a visual, and it has a customizable food diary letting you choose what you record. So I like that aspect a lot. It's probably one of the closer ones um, maybe not the closest, but it's one of the closer ones to the analog old school recording that I give my clients to use. The app Am I Hungry? This one is cool because it uses a different 10-point scale than what I use, but it is still a great concept, and it, it hones in on are you physically hungry? It's one of the things we talk about. And I'll, in fact, I will link in the show notes the episode where I talk about using the hunger scale. It's a simple app, but it does ask insightful questions to cue you before you eat. So it helps to curb emotional eating. I really like that. Another one that focuses on the slow and savor and stopping when you're no longer hungry aspect of intuitive eating that I teach you is this app is called Mindful Bite. So try any of those apps for intuitive eating. Look into those. Those are the four best that I have found and they all have a little bit different focus to them depending on what you are wanting to focus on. When you are making new wellness habits, you definitely want a habit tracker of some sort. And that can be paper, which we'll talk about next week. But for an app standpoint, I'm giving you my top three and then I'm giving you two runners up. So my top three, number one, and these are not in order, they're number one for each category as I'm kind of phrasing them. So number one is Strides, and this I rate number one for top, for most flexibility. So it's got the most flexibility within the app, and I really like that. However, that can get a little cumbersome if you're wanting something basic. So my number one that is basic and easy to use, but is not so basic that it's just a streak tracker. I didn't want something that it was just 100% only a streak tracker. But this one is still basic and easy to use. And honestly, it's one of the ones I'm looking at going, yeah, I think I'm going to start using that one. Uh, So it's this one is called way of life, which, of course, I love that phrasing, too, because this is a way of life. So for basic and easy to use, but it's beyond just being a plain streak tracker because it does look at triggers and it does look at trends. And for me, if all I'm doing is tracking the streak then I can just use paper for that. If I'm going to go to the trouble of using the technology, I want the power of technology to help me capture my triggers and capture my trends. Number one for encouragement and accountability is habit share. So check that one out. If the habit tracker you're wanting is, oh, I really want to be able to connect with friends on this and get some accountability and encouragement, check out habit share. Now, I do have two runners up. One is called Streaks, and it focuses on daily streaks. So it is a little bit more basic than what I would like, and also don't like it as well because it focuses on daily streaks. Well, there are a lot of things that I don't want a daily streak. I want to make sure that I'm doing this five days a week. I like having that flexibility of life is going to happen, but I still want to stay in the habit. So five days a week for many things is good enough for me. But Streaks really focuses on daily. And another one is called Productive, even though it's not about productivity. This one I do like, though, because it has weekly challenges and it does have some education. And of course, the weekly challenges, you don't have to do them all because some of them Again, it's going to the app for the app's sake. It's like, okay, I'm not doing this weekly challenge because it's not something I personally am focusing on. But if you're wanting some encouragement just to get in the habit of making habits, that can be a good one to use. So as you look at these apps, make sure that you are looking at what you really need, not looking at an app for an app's sake or because it's the latest, coolest, greatest thing. In fact, in a recent episode, I talked about if fitness apps are friend or foe and the benefits and the pitfalls of them. So I will link that in the show notes as well. But that's one, that's an episode you need to listen to so that you don't get in the trap of all these apps not serving you, but that you're serving the app. We don't want that. What was interesting is I did all this research. I kept looking for an overall wellness winner and I couldn't find one. I was looking for one that would encompass intuitive eating and water and movement and fitness and mindset and meditation and everything. And then also allow you just to focus on one or two things at a time. You know, if you're hyper focusing, like just on the water and I couldn't find one, which means I'm going to have to create one. No pressure, Sherry. But that's what if I want it out there, I get to create it. So I want to know from you. Let, reach out to me through email message me in social media just let me know what do you look for in a productivity app what do you look for in a wellness app how do you want to use an app do you want to use it for guidance to give you some ideas on what to track what to do just for tracking itself for looking at trends and insights what do you want out of a productivity app or a wellness app when you are searching for one and hopefully these that I, after doing my research, am like, yeah, these are the ones, if I'm going to use an app, I would be using one of the ones that I've talked about with you today. Hopefully that gives you some ideas where to start your own app making life in your wellness and productivity. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.